Welcome to Big Trouble, a podcast capturing the struggles of our day-to-day lives as Asian millennials. Hey, I'm John. And I'm Paul. And on today's episode, we'll be discussing MBTI and 16 personalities. Hey, man. (laughs) What's up? Hey, what's up, dude? (laughs) Uh, This is take two, everybody. Oh, God. It's okay. it's okay. We can expose ourselves, I think, a little bit. Big, big bonus. We are now in the same time zone. Um, yeah, that's right. Welcome back. Yeah, <laughs> I know you struggled with. I know you struggled with the the two hour time difference to figure out what time it was back in Calgary. Yeah, dude, math um, is so really now, hard. Yeah, there's no confusion. It's we're in the same time zone. <laughs> so yeah, I'm officially back in Toronto. It's uh feels a little bit foreign. It feels a little bit weird doesn't really feel like home anymore but happy to be back after i quarantine for a little bit maybe i'll get to see john but he might also be avoiding me who knows <laughs> no I'm, I'm looking forward to it we can record in person play some spike ball and shit but um yeah episode three i guess we'll be talking a little bit more about i don't know maybe maybe before that we can chat about our our second episode <laughs> i think um I don't know. I think everyone everyone seemed to like it probably a little bit more because I think it was obviously like dating is a little bit more relatable. Yeah, it was funnier. Um, um, less complaints about my audio quality. So that's always <laughs> good. Too. Yeah, we didn't get any complaints about audio quality. So I think we did a good job on, on that front. Um, I think a funny, oh, a sorry, funny thing that on. came out of. Hi. Uh, okay. Yeah. I think John's mom just came in and told him she has fruit cut up for him. Thanks. Sorry. I got, yeah, I got. Oh, I fucking called it. Yeah, you called it, yo. I got, I got some strawberries, some hand-picked strawberries that we, uh, we went to the strawberry farm today. Oh, nice, 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 nice. Oh, yeah. You can talk a little bit more about your dominance at the, at the strawberry farm, um, later on in the episode. Complete domination. So, yeah, so we're going back, I think, um. I, just one thing I wanted to talk about about the last episode was my friend. Um, it was my friend's birthday uh, a few days ago. Yeah, he's like a pretty good buddy of mine, and I just I haven't talked to him in a while. So, I was, you know, it was his birthday, so I just wanted to catch up. And I was like, "Oh, happy birthday! Like, hope it's a good one. Whatever, whatever." Yeah. We like we got to talking. He was like, "Oh yeah, like I really enjoyed your podcast episode. Um, like episode episode two was two was really good." Um, and I just like asked him like what he was planning on doing for his birthday. <laughs> and then i think he said he said you're gonna hate me or he's like he's like oh i'm just like meeting or like i'm hanging out with a girl i've been talking to or like a girl i've been seeing and then i was like oh shit because like he, you know i like i, I think he, i think my i think he's a good guy i think he's a pretty big catch so uh, the last time we were talking i think he was like i think he was single back then right on um yeah and then <laughs> and then i was like oh shit how'd you meet like from work or whatever um and then he was like oh dude you're gonna fucking hate me for this and i was like what do you mean and he's like he's like the f- the funny part is we actually met on hinge and then he was like yeah it seems like everybody's cleaning up on hinge except for you and i was like okay well i mean that's great that's great news at least somebody is is doing well on hinge and i was like yeah i mean don't worry about it as long as one of us can find success on on the apps i think that's okay so that is funny that like other people out there are having much more success on the apps than I am. Um, but I think that's pretty expected, I'd say. Episode three. 
John, do you want to give a rundown on what we're going to be talking about? I think everyone is probably a little confused about the about the title of the episode as well. Yeah, dude, MBTI sounds like a like a STD. First of all, I don't know why you decided to name it that. Um, <laughs> dude, what do you mean, yeah. man? <laughs> but this everyone... test, I think you should take more than more than once in your life. Uh, compared to an std test actually i take that back you should also be taking yeah you should STD dude, are you kidding multiple dude, times everybody <laughs> everyone go nobody. go and get tested right now <laughs> dude, nobody oh my god john i think i think the learning lesson from the past two episodes is maybe we shouldn't necessarily be listening to your advice because i got a i got a couple of comments saying that your dating advice was trash as in, you know, when you kept talking about scarcity, um, and like talking to... <laughs> and like not showing, not showing involvement makes girls more interested. I had two people be like, "No, that's not fucking true." Two, Whatever John's two females is, or two males? Yes, two females. Mm. Okay, two females specifically were like, "Yeah, that is bad news." So mm. don't listen to John. Everybody, go get tested regularly if you are active. But also, you should do the MBTI test. That is one piece of advice John is correct about, mm-hmm. I'd say. For sure, for sure. Uh, so, if, if MBTI is not an STI, John, yeah. what is it? Um, so, yeah. So, this is the Myers-Briggs type indicator. Um, and then, this specific test we're referring to is, is a, there's a website called the 16 Personalities. It's like a, I think it's like a 100-question survey. Maybe not 100, but... It's not, dude. It's not 100. 100? It's like 25. Okay, it's definitely more than 25. It's not more than 20. Okay. I'm pretty there's sure like, there's at least 10, 10 questions on each page, and there's at least six or s- at least seven pages. I think you're overestimating. Mm. Okay. Okay, uh, let's let here. We'll ballpark, okay? It is roughly between 25 and 100 <laughs> questions. <laughs> that sounds like some of our consulting. Mm, yeah. It's about here. Yeah, it's roughly like this. Yeah. But okay. Sorry, keep going. <laughs> Oh God. Um, yeah. So it's a it's a personality type quiz that kind of tells you a little bit more about your working style, your your general personality, and like how you interact in your daily life. Um, broken down mm. from like careers, um, your romantic life, your parenthood, which I don't think is as interesting for people our age, but it's there. Yeah. Um, and it kind of show and and I th- I think I think we both feel that it's it's scary accurate in a lot of ways mm. and. A lot better to, I think, ground yourself to than maybe your horoscope and and saying that because you're a a Capricorn that you you know we don't really know too much about horoscopes, but I do agree that like the MBTI test, like the personality test, is like a is like a better it's science it's a better like too like you know quote unquote social science, but you know yeah, I think like, it's, it's it is like science science. <laughs> yeah um you're hurting my psychology major feelings <laughs> i'm sorry i'm sorry i didn't even think get personal on this episode but yeah i mean i think i think we've both taken it or like variations of it a couple times mm-hmm. i think it's a pretty helpful tool but the funny thing is like i think the last time i took it was probably like 2013 whereas I, I was pretty young right and i remember like the the whole reason this came up was my brother sent me this survey um on 16 personalities that we just did I don't know maybe like 3 weeks ago a month ago yeah and he's like yo take take this cuz I want to see what your personality is or like wait I want to see your personality type and then I was like I was like yo fuck that I'm not going to do that and so I like I <laughs> I just like so and then rude. he like kept he kept bugging me he's like yo do it do it and I want to see and I was like dude I, whatever I don't care and then 
like when we came to episode three we actually like were planning like what we want to talk about and then i was like oh why don't we do personality tests and then john was like yeah sure that sounds like a good topic and then as soon as he said that i did the test and i sent it to my brother and i think my brother was a little cheesed because he read my like my results and then he didn't reply or talk to me about it (laughs) (laughs) yeah but my my uh my sister was really excited about this episode too when i told her that this was going to be our next uh episode and yeah mm. fucking nerd she's like oh my god i love personality tests and then she was like i don't even remember what she yeah, said like which like, type um, she was it seems like our it seems like our siblings are very much more nerdy than we are mm-hmm. i mean she is smarter and more intelligent than i am so she yeah. is definitely more nerdy than i am mm. um, that's a fundamental difference between you you and your sister versus me and my brother because i'm way smarter than my brother <laughs> <laughs> Uh, i'm just kidding my brother's pretty smart too but but yeah i mean i think i think we wanted to do this episode um partially from like inspiration from my brother but also i think because like you know we've given you glimpses here and there of you know who we are and sort of our character and our personality and i think it comes out like in our episodes when we talk but also you guys don't really know us that well right and so maybe Mm -hmm. a good opportunity is like a good um, exercise for both you guys as well as us is to you know talk more about our personalities and then maybe you guys do a little bit of of um of like reflection and inquiry and we'd highly recommend um doing a personality test and just seeing how like yeah how you fit yeah and and i think it's uh man your your two friends are gonna hate me but i think this is something that's really important for single guys to do because it's very very popular on the dating apps that girls would have it on their profile (laughs) And I know you're laughing because you think it's stupid, but I know you know it's true no, that it's true, that girls yeah. will have it on their profile and then they'll ask you and then you don't want to be like scrambling to do it. If you can just hit them with the bop bop and be like, I'm, I'm this, I'm sure they'll be impressed or really turned off if they're really religious about this stuff. And yeah. they're like, <laughs> they're like, eh. I mean, yeah, you're definitely right. Like <laughs> I think, um, on the, on, on the profiles, like I've probably seen like, too many to count i mean i could it's more than it's more than 10 yeah and it's like another thing to talk about right you know they're not (laughs) it's just another thing to be interesting about (laughs) but yeah i think i think personality tests are are a great exercise and you know i I think it's it's like a good i don't know like a a a benchmark about like your personality and ways you can get better and improve i would say they're scary accurate um to a lot of extents Mm -hmm. obviously it's not 100 percent accurate because like it is like pseudoscience based and it's based off of like rough estimates on your answers to questions but overall i'd say it's a good tool to help guide you on how to be better and and like how you approach things so you want me to describe my my personality type then yeah man go for it go for it i mean i don't know maybe maybe all of you listening if you or the people who are listening who know about personality types maybe you could guess um but my personality type is protagonist so i think it breaks out to be uh what are the letters do you remember off the top of your head what the letters are uh no i don't but i can okay, i can sorry. find out i will i'll find it i think uh U R A E N F J. is that what it is yeah enfj yeah, i'm on the website okay so yeah i'm enfj for all the people who actually know the lettering um but as a protagonist uh, not to you know, not to gas myself up too much, but a protagonist is is described as a natural born leader, full of passion and oh charisma. Oh my god! 
<laughs> Dude, what do you mean? The survey never lies, man. You know how they say ball don't lie? The survey never lies. Yo, ball lie, yo, ball lie. Yeah. <laughs> no, shut up, man. Come on, let me have this. Um, like they say, uh, it's natural and easy to communicate with others. Tolerant, reliable, <laughs> charismatic, and altruistic. And then um, some of the drawbacks are that you're overly, I- or sorry, I'm overly idealistic, too selfless, too sensitive, fluctuating self-esteem, and struggle to make tough decisions. So like when I was reading the first half, I was like, I was like, yeah, gas me up. And then I read the ba- the back half, and I was like, ooh, <laughs> stop attacking me so personally. But yeah, I mean, I, I overall, I'd say like I'm pretty aligned with it i think i get along easy with people and like i get along well with people even if they're like strangers and i think that's sort of why um like john and i became close friends from the very beginning as well as our other close friends from work mm-hmm. um and you know I, I i think overall like i'm a pretty outgoing pretty like well-spoken guy and so it sort of makes it easy to connect with people but then but also on the flip side i, th- I do think sometimes i'm a little self-conscious and a little bit I don't know. Too sensitive. Um, yeah, it's. <laughs> I can't believe you said overly idealistic and too selfless. You know, it's like you're at, you're at like a a job interview. And they're like, "What are your weaknesses?" Yeah. And you're like, "I care too much." <laughs> <laughs> I just. Dude. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm an entertainer. Um, so the, the, the letters are ESFP. Um, <laughs> I think right off the bat, um, you know, there's it's the saying, saying John's a clown. Yeah. It's, I'm a clown. And I think there's the saying of like, you know, people either laugh with you or laugh at you. And I feel like mm-hmm. I'm definitely the latter where like, I, you know, people probably laugh at me more in a, you know, in a fun loving way than um than like a really like evil way but um that's how i like to entertain so right off the bat there's (laughs) i think the first few things are like i'm i'm very selfish impatient and insecure which i'm like (laughs) all right all right you know yeah dude maybe that's why we're so maybe that's why we're such good friends because i'm too selfless and you're just a selfish pos damn that sucks. Yeah. Um, but I'm also charming <laughs> and down synergy. down to earth. I don't know why I feel like we're reading like a fortune cookie. You're charming and down to earth attitude. Um, you know that little, you know that thing that people say is like you should just add in bed to make any fortune cookie sexual? Oh, shit. No, I didn't know that. I feel like. You've never heard that, dude? Get the film. Never, God. never. Oh, shit. I, <laughs> I feel like I need to go eat at like a weird Chinese restaurant to get fortune cookies now. Okay. Let me know what the next one says. Remember that next time. So that I'll you try. Can, you and, you know, if anyone else has had this experience, like, please let us, let us know. Um, yeah. And then it, it also says I'm very generous with my time and in helping each other, uh, helping others. Uh, very social. Um, no greater joy than having fun with some friends. You know, I think that's pretty dope. There was one that says I had a strong aesthetic sense, which I just think is super untrue um yeah that's so far off there that guys (laughs) i can't tell you how many times lily john's girlfriend is like hey what should i get john (laughs) because she's like john will never pick this out for himself so usually um we have a lot of good discussion about what clothes we should buy john 100 percent. i'm also a terrible planner which is one like one of the last traits that mentions it um i think for sure time timing wise i'm like a terrible like planner for times whether it's like a destination and commute time or like 
even even like estimations on like work i'm just like eh, maybe it'll take me half an hour but <laughs> like it fucking takes yeah, me like three hours, three later. hours so yeah exactly yeah um, <laughs> john's still working three hours later yeah so fast. yeah so i think it's pretty pretty accurate you know i'd say like 80 80 to 90 percent accurate i'm not mm-hmm. not not thrilled about this selfish and impatient thing but uh like maybe I think deep that's down, spoken, deep down, we're that's all spoken a truly selfish. from someone who is selfish and impatient. They're like, you know what? Fuck that. Someone's saying I'm selfish. That's fucking bullshit. Well, <laughs> is it <laughs> really? How far off? You know. Um, but I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be the one to expose John like that. I can't, I can't say it out directly. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. And so, sixteen personalities, like besides just talking about like your personality type, they actually break down how you as like a protagonist or you as an entertainer will um, act or be in, um, you know, friendships, relationships, careers, like work, yeah, career, like as a parent, and then like a couple other things. What we thought would be fun is to just go through some of those, like go through some of the, the key areas that they focus on and talk about like how we perceive ourselves and like what our personality types also say about um, about us, I guess. And so like, when it comes to relationships and friendships, I think, um, at least for John, like from from my perspective, I think John truly is like someone who's like I know I know it says they are selfish, but I think John for the people that he cares about, which like is a lot of people, um, I think John is like a pretty selfless guy, and so like overall, obviously everyone's sort of interested in themselves to an extent, but I do think John is a pretty selfless guy when it comes to like friends as well as relationships. Um, obviously, I <laughs> I mean I don't know about. Yeah, I'm very generous <laughs> dude you I haven't dated John but I, I think like from my perspective I do see like I do think he is a pretty selfless guy and so it's hard to, for me to be like oh no he's selfish in relationships whatnot um and also I think like as an entertainer as somebody who enjoys like looking out for others and also being with others I think John definitely puts priority on the people he cares about to make sure like everyone is is having a good time or doing well the one thing that like really rings in my mind about this was i think it's like i think you and lily are sort of similar in that way where um i think like she was having people over and it was like a bunch of like her friends but like different friend groups Mm -hmm. and i think both you and her were a little stressed that like they wouldn't get along or like how you know like how can we make sure it's a fun time so everybody gets along and has a good time yeah and so like that moment comes to mind when I think about how you are like in your friendships and relationships where you really try to make sure everyone is doing well. And I think that's like a really, like, I think it's like a, a key part to like why we're really good friends. Cause I think you always try to take care of other people. Um, even if you are like selfish at the core, I guess. <laughs> it's funny. Um, Cause I, I don't actually remember. I can't re- like recall that moment you're, re- you're reflecting on, but I'll take it. I'll, I, I trust you. But yeah, I mean, like, I think that one really comes to mind when I think about like how I like how I think you handle friendships. Um, I think there's like, I don't know, there's a bunch of other things that I would say that like in my memory of like how I think it's displayed how like you really care about other people and like you care about your friends. Um, but that's probably the one where like, I think is like a pretty good example of like all your like personality traits and quirks all coming into like one example, I guess. True, yeah, but I mean, it's it's funny because like I feel like you kind of have the same traits, um, like I think within our friend group as well, like you're probably like the first to jump at taking care of someone. You know, you're you're the opa. <laughs> oh <laughs> you know, my god! Very, you know, the reliable rock for when um 
you know, someone needs help or like needs some like consoling or like someone has problems, I feel like you're always like the sensitive person that they can come to 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 like one like get real. Like, you know, if someone's being dumb, like you'll slap the shit out of them. But like when they genuinely need like help, like I think you're you're there. You're you're like the first one that would be the most patient. Mm. Yeah, because I think it's, patient is very important because. Our friend group are like we we do a lot of dumb shit and say a lot of dumb shit and act really dumb sometimes. So mm. patience is is very very key. Yeah, I, I would say, I, and I'm laughing because I feel like as I say this and as our friends listen to it, they'd be like, "What? No." Yeah. <laughs> They're probably you're also probably like, "Yo, fuck, Paul's not patient at all. He's not. What are you kidding?" I think it's um at, I, at the time of need is is the mm. is the key caveat. <laughs> I think like what the study says or like what the test says as a as a protagonist there's no greater joy than to help along the goals of someone they care about and then they're always willing to put in the extra effort and time for all relationships like whether it be friends or romantic it's i would say like i am pretty aligned with that because i don't know i we've, we've had this discussion before and i don't mean to hurt john's feelings i don't think he's gonna be very hurt but i think like i have like a number one best friend um and then like like it, it's not that i'd only have a single best friend i think i have like a lot of best not a lot of best friends yeah, yeah. but i, do I don't have, think like, you need to over explain one. it <laughs> no one no one's gonna try not to i'm yeah. trying not to hurt your feelings man um, no it's all good but i definitely have like a top best friend um and uh like we've been friends since 2013 um so the back story would be that we went to like a nerd camp together so um, nerdy i can't believe it <laughs> fucking nerds no man it's for high achievers okay it's for high achieving high school students um but like we met at that summer camp in 2013 and he's from mississauga and then i'm from calgary obviously we talked about that but um like we stayed in touch for the last um like five four 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 five years four five years um like while we were both in university and like while he was on exchange and whatever um and then when I moved to Toronto, uh, like, you know, we're still just as good friends. Like, he was, you know, he's been my best friend um, for a long time. And I think like something that he said to me that had a lot of like impact or I, I guess I never really noticed. Um, but he noticed was that like the, he said a big reason why he believed we were still really close and why we we're still best friends is because like I always seem to be putting in um, the extra effort to like always message him and always catch up and see how he's doing. Um, I think that's like how I would, how I like act. I, I think like the more I reflect, that's how I act a lot with my friendships in general. Um, I think I'm usually the one to like check in, see how everyone's doing. And like, mm-hmm. you always put like, put them first, I would say. Yeah. yeah. Um, and like, it, it's, it's not that like, I like, it's not that I need them to reply, but it's just, I, I think it's nice to show that like, even when we haven't talked for like two months, like, and, and I send you a message, like, I think, um, I try to make people, I try to make sure that people know that like, you know, there still is someone out there that cares about them and that, that wants to know how they're doing. And so like, I would say, I don't really think too much about it, but definitely like I've had a couple comments that are like, yeah, I feel like you do put a lot of effort into, into friendships in general. And for me, I feel like that's just table stakes, but I guess for other people, they see it differently, um, which is like pretty yeah, interesting. Just, like, I never very really... inherent for you. I think it's just yeah. something that comes naturally. Yeah. Whereas, yeah. but <laughs> 
I think like I love the social aspect, but like I'm not a huge um like I'm not a huge texter and I like I am kind of person. Mm. So like I rather like I, I don't mind like waiting two, three months and then seeing someone in person sometimes and then like mm. catching up that way. Um but you know, I'm glad you do that or else like we'd probably talk less. Yeah, I mean we talk like every single day, so maybe it'd be healthier if we don't talk as much, <laughs> but <laughs> we'd probably get more work done. Yeah, definitely. I think we definitely would. But so yeah, coming back to the relationship and friendships part, at, at any points where you're like, oh shit, that is way too accurate or like way that way too similar to how I actually am. It, it's funny because I think in the in the the entertainer portion it says that we like aren't really looking for long term relationships or like very like jumping from relationship to relationship yeah haven't all your relationships been long term though yeah like pretty long term like a year and a half with lily now so i don't know jesus you know okay sorry um can, but it said it said um you uh aren't the one to like like look for long-term relationships or jump like in and out of relationships would you uh, but then all your relationships have been long-term so far, right? Exactly. Like, like commitment and long-term plans are genuinely ignored and whatnot. But it's funny because yeah. I feel like for relationships, it's it's really swapped for us because I feel like you've jumped more short-term relationships. <laughs> um, and uh, not that you don't take things seriously, which is part of your profile, I think, is, is like taking things mm. seriously and yeah. not the casual approach. Tends seems that that MBTI got it wrong for the two of us, <laughs> dude. Now you're just exposing me. This is probably this is probably this is probably payback for how much I exposed you in the last episode. Yeah, it says it says for for protagonists that we um we tend to look in for the long term, and that we tend to like seek more serious relationships than more than than non serious relationships. I think John's right to some extent. I mean, I, I feel like I've jumped around a few relationships here and there, but I think like when I, when I do get serious, it is like, I, I do think like probably more serious than the average person. Uh, like I, I did have a, a fairly serious relationship that lasted almost two years. And I think in that one, like we definitely did a lot of like future planning. Um, and Oof. like, yeah, like, you know, like we, yeah. we did think like very long term. And, you know, we'll probably have an entire episode about shitty breakups and, and whatnot. I think, like, probably f- since that moment, it's probably been a lot harder for me to be, um, like, full like full protagonist mode, like, full commitment mode. Just because I think it's tough to overcome kind of some of that stuff. So I think, I think different experiences can definitely shape you to, like, not act as your personality type, um, mm-hmm. either short-term or long-term, right? I think, like, big fundamental events like that um could definitely change your beliefs and change your personality to some extent and so i think that's like that's why we think these personality tests are so important to do like frequently you know not not like once every week but (laughs) you know like um at different stages of your life i think you will be different personalities and so um and through different events you might change as well so it's always good to sort of know um where you stand and like what might have affected you and to do that reflection so just like stis do it after every partner because you never know you never know what they'll leave behind or leave with you so yeah i mean i was gonna make fun of john for that analogy but i actually do i actually do oddly agree um with it i think that's a i think that's a top-notch comment for you're welcome um, that's a good one i uh yeah but anyways moving on from that somewhat 
sad boy note the the next like breakdown that they give you is how you are in your career as well as like your workplace habits so like as a protagonist or sorry i guess like for me at work i think one of the skills that i think john and i both have is that i feel like we're pretty social people and like we mm-hmm. get along well with our coworkers. like 100 i think that's um an inherent skill that we like we just have from like our personality types but also on the flip side like as a protagonist they also say you like underestimate and second guess um yourself also in the same realm of like your friendships and your relationships you're also willing to go like above and beyond or go the extra mile and so i would say like i don't know if it's i don't know if I guess Asian millennials fall under like the the protagonist or the entertainer bucket a lot or frequently, um, but I think like the whole underestimating and second guessing yourself is definitely part of like the Asian identity where you don't necessarily know if like your success is fully merited in a lot of situations, um, and also like looking to go above and beyond and like succeed in your workplace. I think that's also you know something that's pretty common across um, all Asian people. Um, for like sure. an ability or like a desire to do really well right mm-hmm. and so i think a desire to do really well pairs with um with like a desire to always help out other people to like get ahead and so i just yeah i mean i, I think i'm a little I, I i think i'm interested to see like if um our listeners also fall in like this realm of buckets um or personality types where they also suffer or not suffer but they also have the same personality traits um but i would definitely say like a hundred percent that the personality test when it comes to work was like accurate like it was almost like a hundred percent accurate i'd say that kind of reminds me of one of the questions i think when i was doing the test um the most recent time for this episode and i sent you the screenshot and it was like oh yeah um you know i think like we're we're pretty uh like sensitive to criticism especially entertainers Mm -hmm. apparently are very sensitive to criticism which i guess can make sense because they're like we're all supposed to be so shallow and self-conscious and and, uh, sensitive yeah i am very sensitive but um i I think the question really really hit home because it was like um you know when people think highly of you do you how often do you feel or like how strong do you agree that you worry about disappointing them and i was like holy fuck like that's literally me like every single day i'm just like yeah. wait what if my manager thinks this what if, oh shit i fucked this up like what if he thinks i'm dumb now um yeah 100 percent. that's <laughs> there's been so many times where john's like <laughs> john's like dude i don't know if i should do this i don't know if this if this person's gonna be okay with it and i was like dude what i don't think they give a fuck he's like okay true 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 and then he just does it and then nothing happens like okay okay well they didn't get mad so i think we're good (laughs) yeah i think i don't know maybe it's like also as a child i think i was like i I fucked a lot of things up so i i was kind of it's very ingrained into me like i don't like getting yelled at i don't like um and that's probably kind of what shaped my personality as well like i like to be on the right side of the law i guess because i don't like getting yelled at because i just like fucked shit up and like i always did things poorly which um made me get yelled at so I like being on the right side of the law. Um, yeah, but I mean, I don't know. I think that's fair. Like, I think, I mean, there are probably people out there who are like, oh, like, I think, I mean, e- even even me where, like, case by case where I think you're like, oh, like, why why would you worry about, you know, pissing this person off or doing that? But I think in the grand scheme of things, like, I mean, are you really that contrarian that you don't want to, like, that you want to be on the wrong side of the law like probably not right? mm-hmm. i think like the average person like if you're true to yourself like you obviously want to be like you want to be well liked at work you want to do well you want to do a good job right and so i don't think these are like 
these are um, like rare or like exclusive to our personality type. For sure not. Um, no. But I think it def- it definitely takes different forms in different personality mm-hmm. types. And so I think that's like that's exactly why the personality type is interesting. Yeah. yeah. And it's like and it's like for you you even thought about like how like how your experiences like as a kid growing up might have shaped it. And I think like that's that's the beauty of these personality tests cuz like you might be presented with certain like traits or attributes that you disagree with and but you might ask yourself like why why do i disagree with them and what has like what's led me to disagree with right um some of the things that they're saying yeah it's good it's good um introspection we are now back to the recurring segment of our show which john has happily named happy hour um you know part of the inspiration from our um our podcast name um big trouble is that it's a a bar slash club in toronto obviously and as modern day yappies we have participated in one or a hundred happy hours over the last couple years so we thought it would be a good catchy title for the for the recurring segment where we talk about our highlight over the last two weeks and just a, a simpler cleaner way of talking about that and so we have, you know, reimagined the re- the the recurring segment, um, and so it'll be called Happy Hour um, going forward. I think I started um, from the last episode, so John, I will ask you to start with your highlight of the last two weeks, and it better right. not be hanging out in the sun, or Lily is gonna kill you. <laughs> so I think for me, it actually just happened today, and it's like um so lily wanted to go strawberry picking so we went with my sister and my brother-in-law as well so we woke up like really early like like 7 30 and we drove up to like the the strawberry picking farm and like primarily it was because we wanted to make sure there weren't that many people because obviously covid and then also we didn't want it to be like peak um like hotness because we're in we're in a heat wave by the way welcome welcome home paul um so yeah, so we got there at like eight thirty. It's pretty early, you know. We're like picking, and, and it was fun. Like, it, like at first I was like, okay, whatever, this is okay. And then it got it got really competitive because like more and more people started showing up. And then we found like a little like bushel that was like like it was lit. It was like like littered with really nice strawberries. We we started picking, picking, and then you know we got like a, a hefty amount. And then, but I think the, the best part, the highlight was as because we were so early like a lot of i guess like the families with um like kids and stuff like they don't wake up as early so when they started rolling in we were leaving we have like four like four massive buckets of of uh strawberries right and i think each and we filled it to like the brim so like there's a handle but we can't we didn't hold it by the handle because it was filled above the handle we had to hold it the the box itself and then the family's walking in or just looking at us like fuck are there even any strawberries left because <laughs> we like there's four grown-ass adults holding like thick-ass baskets of strawberries but um i don't know that was like that was a really good time it was really fun yeah. it's just good john's highlight of the week is like literally stealing strawberries from a kid's fucking basket <laughs> no we didn't steal <laughs> they're just chumps yo. the parents need to step up their game and bring their kids earlier that's all you know sure early bird gets the strawberry
So it's been um, a couple years since I was able to celebrate my birthday like at home with my family. Um, and I know for a fact like my mom gets cheesed about it every single year. But it's just like I can't really find the time to go back um, during August, mm-hmm. uh, usually just because of work. And so um, I usually leave without like celebrating my birthday and whatnot. Um, but then this year, uh, like I was, I was leaving and I think on, um, oh, on Canada day. Uh, so on Canada day, um, my mom, um, decided to like throw an early birthday dinner. So, um, like six weeks early, um, (laughs) I got to have like dinner for like my birthday, um, with my mom and my brother and his, um, fiance. Yeah. And, uh, my mom cooked like a bunch of birthday related food. So like for people who don't know. Um, mm-hmm. in Korea, I don't. Know, it's probably the same in all Asian countries, but like, um, in Korean, like there are birthday specific, um, like foods that you make, and so my mom made a bunch of those, um, and like a spread of like birthday birthday foods as well as non birthday foods, um, and I just got to eat with them, um, and then, uh, my brother got dessert and he got us ice cream cake and oh, very nice for all. For all the listeners, ice cream cake fucking slaps. Like, that shit is my favorite <laughs> dessert, 100%. Of all time, um, of all time. I, yeah, I would say of all time. My friend makes amazing cakes, um, and maybe I'll plug her Instagram. Um, she makes amazing cakes, and hers are second place. Um, and I really hate to say it because, like, her cakes are really good, but ice cream cakes definitely slap more. So if you're listening, um, I'm sorry, but ice cream cakes all the way. All right, that's it for today's episode. So as always, thank you so much for tuning in. And catch us next time as Paul and I both turn 24 and 25. And we'll be discussing our fears and our hopes and dreams about our quarter life crisis. As always, if you enjoyed the episode and you want to drop us a comment, give us any feedback or check out our other posts, you can find us on Instagram at Big Trouble Podcast. Uh, we highly recommend that everyone goes. Um, we'll link the we'll link the personality test in our um, in the post itself, um, as well as our bio, I think. But we highly recommend everyone um, that listens to the episode go and do the personality test. And you know, you can let us know if you disagree, if you agree with it, um, or if you're also shocked, just like John and I were, about how surprisingly accurate the test results may be. So, like always, thank you again for listening, everyone, and we'll see you guys in two weeks. Bye, everybody. Bye.